Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Russell, we beat. Oh, I just clicked record just in time. Oh, so it'll no. probably clip terribly, but uh, Russell B. Mark. Russell B. Peter. Yes. Um, welcome back to uh, part two of mm. ECW One Night Doing a Voice. <laughs> one Night Stay. One Night Stay. Two Tars and then six. Recorded uh, in time this week. Yeah, how are you feeling? You feeling better? Um, yeah. What, what, about my life? <laughs> Not about my life. Never about my life. Why Good. would you? Wow. Why geez. would you ever feel better? Why would about I? That? No. <laughs> um, but no, I'm uh, feeling better, feeling less little less um, compressed. Good. I'm all long, like big four. <laughs> Are they working you much too hard at the football ramble to the detriment <laughs> of what I must I must say is your much more critically lauded sports podcast. Percentage-wise, we're the only one talking about, you know... Little Guido and Big Guido. <laughs> and Guido, I don't we, say that. We are the only people who have ever talked about Big Guido. <laughs> Big Guido has never... He's not even talked about in wrestling circles. Really? Because he yeah. looks a lot bigger than everyone else all of the time, it seems. He, he also looks a lot older, doesn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot of men who look a lot older in this show. Wow. <laughs> there are. Uh, we, we are back in 2006 mm. uh, at One Night Stand, which took place uh, a, a couple of months after WrestleMania 22. Right. Um, also, this the, on June the 7th, so I think this took place on June the the 11th. Uh, on June the 7th it was the sad death of John Tenter, who oh. was Earthquake uh, who died at 42. They, oh, that's so sad. I think about that man so much. Mainly because of his uh, uh, his sumo days when he was um, like 20 <laughs> and looked like Jack Nicholson. A, a, a massive Jack Nicholson, <laughs> but still older than Jack Nicholson is now. Yes. So he looked very old. His son has actually done a really nice Twitter account where he's put up loads of photographs of him and his dad. Oh, um, I want to see those, please. There's, there's a great one of Earthquake playing a Game Boy on a sofa with his kids. <sighs> and I just think he seems like the nicest guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this was oh. this was tied in. WWE did mark his passing. You know, he, right. was, a, he was a big part of the 90s. Mm. One of those funny wrestlers, really, whose stock has only gone up in recent years compared yeah. to really how they were sort of throughout their career. They were seen as being a bit of a sort of mid-carder. Well, he's very much part of my kind of wrestling education. And I'd, I'd sort of argue that I'm a, this is a bad example because there's plenty to look at here but mm. in recent Wrestlemanias these men just come and go yeah. and, and these women just come and go and then the, the, the people who kind of stick around in my brain are people like Junkyard Dog and, <laughs> yes. and him well, this and is, like... you see what you're actually becoming is you're becoming a wrestling fan because for wrestling fans it's the same the big thing is why is it not as good as it was when I first started watching it. Yeah. That's true of everything. But, everyone but that, has those golden memories. But it can't be kind of pe pegged to what everyone seems to be into in 2019, which is just bloody-minded nostalgia for their, their younger mm. days. Because 
This was only a year ago that I discovered this. <laughs> so I'm not pining for being 37. You're pining for the big JYD. <laughs> I know. I understand that. It is It is true. They, they have found it harder and harder to sort of, you know, manage to create memorable, lasting characters. Mm. Uh, even someone like John Cena, I think people who have heard of John Cena, you wouldn't quite know what he was. Yeah. You wouldn't sort of be able to sum up, you know, what he did. Mm. Um, and, you know, you go back to the old days, I think even my dad, if I said... Ravishing Rick Rude, mm. my dad would go, oh, that was the bloke who was like a stripper. <laughs> yeah. who, who, who'd knock you out with an open hand. <laughs> he, he's begun listening to wrestle me. <laughs> Died of a heart attack at Yes, Dad, yes. Um, <laughs> so um, this this is uh, the second of the, the One Night Stands. This mm. is the, the ECW event that they did prior to bringing it back as a separate brand. Right, okay. Uh, in a largely disastrous sort of year or so. Um, but uh, let, let's, let's crack through. The, um, mm. There's something I didn't actually mention on the last time we did the One Night Stand, which was New Jack. And New Jack is a key part of ECW. Right. And we haven't seen him. Where's he gone? He's not on this show. He's not on this card at all. No. What has he been locked up for this time, <laughs> Mark? Well, the WWE, <laughs> they did want to get New Jack. Right. Uh, they actually tried to bring him in shortly before the first One Night Stand. Mm. And they wanted to do uh, an angle where John Cena, he was going to go off to make the film The Marine. Mm. So they had to get him out of the picture. And for some stupid... In- the picture of anything. Bizarre reason. Yeah. I mean, it was straight to video. <laughs> I'm not, not sure video is the pictures. Um, but for some weird reason, they didn't sort of go, let's have an injury angle. They went, let's have a fake stabbing. Uh, let's have him stabbed in, right. a, in, in, a, in a club. Okay. Um, and they wanted John to Cena. get... Yeah, I, I know. Again, so one of those things It's hard to that... see what... He, he's so prag- pragmatic. He could talk his way out of anything, presumably. He's oh, too nice. John Cena would not go to a nightclub where he got stabbed. <laughs> no! John, John Cena would be very much, sir, I'd appreciate it if he took three <laughs> steps back, you know, <laughs> pretending to be a cop, <laughs> pretending to be a, a, a member of the military police. <laughs> um, I must ask you to put down your weapons, sir, Please. and take three steps back. Whoop, whoop. What are you being? John, I'm an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were making him Ed 209 for a Robocop. yeah. <laughs> Dead or alive, you're coming with me. But they they basically had set this thing up and they actually did do it in the end with a, with a Mexican wrestler who was called Jesus, mm. um, who, whose career, I mean, just, it, I mean, it didn't take off right. in any way. But they originally wanted New Jack to be the person who did the snapping. <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously, he's got an idea of what it should look like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, His idea of, like, how to nick an artery how not to nick an <laughs> yes. artery what that looks like when blood spurts out arterial blood uh, versus non-arterial blood yeah. he, he would be spending his whole time just going this does not look realistic <laughs> no. enough and you'd get the impression as to what was happening it would it's be a, ramping up actually, moment by a, moment as it comes out it's actually quite blue because it's deoxygenated yeah. so it's look, just, guys. don't worry about all this all this silly packs of stuff let me just do something please New Jack don't please <laughs> yeah, no let me just I can just do this right let me see that knife that was a different colour knife than the one we gave you <laughs> the one that goes into the shaft is that made out of an old toothbrush <laughs> <laughs> but they, they they couldn't bring New Jack in for the simple reason that uh, he couldn't uh, perform what due to what was called a legal issue in New York. Right. So I think they looked at a bit of his record and went, actually, this is going to be very difficult travelling with this guy on the road. Uh, if every time we go to a different state, there's something out God. for him. So they walked away from him. But I think they always realised that New Jack had that aura yeah. that was unique. Uh, he probably would have absolutely done terribly in WWE mm. because he wasn't really good in the ring mm. and you know your, your aura will only get you so far when Vince McMahon is curtailing you know the extremes of it yeah 
New Jack was not to be curtailed. <laughs> no. Uh, so so they, they never got him in. And he was one of the, the, f- the few people, really, who, out of the history of wrestling, he's one of the few people who has never had even a brief WWE run. And it was just simply because he'd been a naughty boy in many states. Oh, yeah, I'd go further than naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, uh, so wow. uh, let's have a look. We're, um, we're in the Manhattan Centre in New York. Mm. Um, this is the um, home uh, of, well, the first Raw is War was taped here in 1993 it then became the home of ECW and after ECW it became the home of Ring of Honor um, at that time the biggest independent promotion many of today's stars came through Ring of Honor Mm. it put a lot of um, emphasis on wrestling over sort of you know showbiz so people like Daniel Bryan Samoa Joe um, Seth Rollins they all came through Ring of Honor it is a a, a absolute rite of passage did we see Ring of Honor we did see Ring of Honor yes Ring of Honor is is not unfortunately in a very good state at the minute Mm. it is um, a struggling very 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 much to get crowds in. Mm. Um, if you go on Twitter and type Ring of Honor, usually the first couple of top tweets are people just going, holy shit, look at how few people are here. <laughs> um, oh. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it's all That's about perception. Great. There was um, a few people when we went to see them. There is, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, um, it, it, I think the, the last one we were, we were I think I mentioned uh, on one of the other podcasts, but we were invited um, by the accountant, mm. uh, who was an English person who'd been listening to WrestleMania, mm. which we really appreciated, but we just could not get our acts together to work out no, what the date was, and we missed it. We're um, I'm, I'm not sure that tour performed brilliantly, but I did hear that the matches are very good. So if Ring of mm. Honor are coming to see you, why not just go and see them? Go and see them. Otherwise, you know, you lose it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was I really good. I enjoyed it, like, a lot. You <laughs> You really enjoyed it, and it was and it was very good. It was I mean, very good. That's the other thing. Um, the Manhattan Centre was also home to Al Jazeera America's main studio and production facility. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Just ECW cool. and Al Jazeera together, <laughs> together at last. last. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first match that we're, we're doing today, which is actually the second match on the card, mm. um, is the FBI Nunzio uh, Tony Mameluk with Big Guido versus Super Crazy and Tajiri. Yes. Uh, what did you make of this? Um... Uh, I, I got a little bit obsessed with Tajiri because people were kind of welcoming him back to this to, to, to this situation. Um, but he's once known as Kiko Man, Kiko which Man. of course makes soy sauce, which yes. I quite enjoy having an alter ego, which is just the produ- producer, the mass producer of soy sauce. <laughs> yeah. Tajiri is, is, is an interesting guy <laughs> because he was one of the very, very first Japanese wrestlers who actually had a good WWE career. Mm. I think he might have been the first one as well who didn't play that evil foreigner. Right. You had Takamichi Noku and Shofun Naki, who were a, a tag team called Kai and Tai, and they were very much sort of opening act, mm. and they were silly Japanese boys. Yeah. And Tajiri came in, and he hadn't really had a huge Japanese career, but there was just something about him that was really, really good, watchable. He was a sort of devilish imp, mm. and he was really, really good in the ring. Um, they ended up sort of giving him, uh, I think he was the US champion, the cruiserweight champion. He held the tag team titles with um, William Regal uh, and Eddie Guerrero. So you could see that he was pushed, and they'd never really done that before. Mm. And it took a long time for them ever to do it again. Right. Um, Tajiri had a lot of natural charisma. He was also good in the ring. He was unlike anyone else. He used a lot of kicks, and he was very sort of solid and fun. He also blew mist. Yes, OK, which, yeah. Which um, I had a look at what the mist is the other day, because <laughs> right, it's okay. been annoying me as to what it is. Is it poster pen? Uh, it's, it's food colouring and water. Uh, so what? I Hang on. Think, I think you can just put the food colouring in your mouth. 
and then the spit does the rest. Right, okay, and you just sort of go, what if it just comes up? What if you get the mixer <laughs> on and you just flob a big lump of that nonsense? <laughs> Ooh, that'd be horrible. <laughs> no one, have they ever done white mist? That would look bad. Well, but, well, I was talking to um, our mutual friend Craig, and actually Rob, a lot of people who went to see the, the, the red wrestling that you guys went to see that mm. I couldn't go to. And um, he, uh, and he sort of says there's different colours for different things. One poisons, one slows you down, one does this and one does that. I like the idea. It's quite a video gamey in many ways, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. I also did in Helsinki at the weekend some excellent booking where uh, <laughs> Rob was complaining about the high prices of veterinarian bills and I thought that would be a good character and the veterinarian is just fucks you financially and then when you're lying prone on the floor uh, instead of like an unmasking like a Mexican wrestler you've got to get one of those corner of shames on you've got to get one of those lampshades on, on the wrestler's head and then that means you're done I'd like to see him in a feud with Jake the Snake where at the end he just like puts he euthanises the snake <laughs> yeah, just exactly. with a needle <laughs> <laughs> Any wrestler who's an animal's name, yeah. he's legally allowed to, to put to sleep <laughs> Taz. if he beats them. If he can get them in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. um, Tajiri, is, is, he had a, a WWE run before this, so this mm. was his return. Right. Um, people were really excited to see him, but he'd had an ECW run that was really good. He came back to WWE having had a very brief period as a sort of jobber. Um, he came back and he had this good run. Um, they actually had asked him if he would do a Japanese mafia angle in, I think, 2000. 2003. Mm. So they said, uh, you and two guys who we've never seen before and will never see again, Akio and uh, Sakoda, who are guys who never really made big pay-per-views. But they were Japanese, and they said, why don't you do a Yakuza gimmick? Mm. Uh, and Tajiri thought about this for literally four seconds, just saying, <laughs> there is absolutely no way, because the Yakuza back in Japan, if they find out about this, mm. they will find it very disrespectful. Yep. They will be angered by it. And Tajiri would never get to realise his dream, which was to return to Japan and be a journalist. Right, okay. <laughs> that dream never happened. He didn't no. become a journalist. He did, however, become an acup- acupuncturist. Okay. Uh, which is what he does now alongside wrestling in all Japan. Oh. So he's uh, he seems like a really interesting guy. He's wrote an autobiography in 2003 and it's the only WWE book that's only been published in a foreign language. Right. So it's in Japanese. It's never been translated. Oh. So I, I just don't know what it says, but he covers a period that not many people have covered, which is the sort of early 2000s in WWE. Um, I, I just... If, if anyone is out there mm. and does have a, a copy of it that mm. is translated, please can you send it to us through the Twitter because I think it would probably be amazing. I mean, Who is can... going to have re- proofread that <laughs> exactly. in WWE? Well yeah. enough. Exactly, you know? and also like I mean, translations certainly Japanese to English. I mean, if you ever, if you play, play any um, Japanese video games, there are there are fifty different translations for yeah. every single sentence, and it infers so you know sentences infers so much uh, stuff in one language, and certainly Japanese is so kind of obscure and weird anyway, mm. um, and you know plays on words and stuff like that. So I'd be I'd like to see a good translator and a good localizer be able to kind of get that book and and, and, and translate it oh. rather than just Google translate. Which doesn't never really yeah, I was reading a book by the uh, former booker of, I think, FMW, and it was about the financial irregularities. Right. It's, 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 it's a fascinating look into what happens when you run a wrestling company that goes yeah. wrong, yeah. and you're dealing with the Yakuza. Well, I mean, Christ on a bike, yeah, most of the most of the um, business out there, anything entertainment-wise, from yeah. music to film to television to, obviously, wrestling, is very Yakuza-based. Yeah. So it would be a non-starter doing that character anyway. Uh, oh, completely. If I mean, you ever I mean, wanted to wrestle in, Man- in Manchester, in yeah. Japan again. I mean, if they're killing Rikido's 
Roseanne the biggest star in yeah. the 60s because of you know a, a perceived slight to a Yakuza member, mm. it's probably not a great thing to go, well, I'll be fine. You know, <laughs> I mean, the biggest star in, in this, you know, sports history in Japan was was killed, but I think I'll be okay. <laughs> um, the, 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 this book is exactly that, that problem where it's just the, the number of different meanings and it's just gone through a Google Translate mm. and whoever's put it through the Google Translate has not been able to then read the English version and go, this makes sense. <laughs> They're missing basically one person in that translation <laughs> chain, which is someone who can go, what does this mean? Um, uh, there's a lovely story that I heard, which is when they were tag team champions, William Regal uh, travelled with Tajiri mm. and uh, he revealed that Tajiri was scared of music and, re- <laughs> <laughs> and refused to allow music to be played when they were riding in a car together. Wow, scared, scared of, of music. music. New booking I've opportunity. I've never heard that before in my life. No, amazing, five minutes of entrance music and he's done. <laughs> he just bet himself and ran off. That's true. The two like terrible moments in his day must have been when he's about to start <laughs> yeah. his job and, and when, when he's he finishes. just finished. Yeah. Terrible. Um, they have they take on, um, uh, with Super Crazy, the Mexican uh, guy who we talked about, um, uh, I think, on an earlier episode. I won't go over him. He, he's a good talent. Um the uh, the two of them take on the FBI. Mm. The FBI is a is a big joke, which is it, they were the full blooded Italians. Yeah. And in ECW, the joke was most of them weren't full blooded Italians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a guy called Tommy Rich who was a <laughs> a very sort of nineteen eighties Georgia based uh, white meat former champion. Mm. Uh, there was a guy called Tracy Smothers who was this mad sort of southern scuzzball, and a guy called J T Smith who was black. Mm. So they would all come out waving the Italian flag. Yeah. So the big joke is that they clearly weren't full-blooded Italians. <laughs> so they do it here and they go, actually, let's just put the ones who are actually Italian in this. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise the joke's ruined. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and, out, and out they come. Um, Big Guido comes out. He is a guy who, uh, I don't think he had any pretty, I mean, pretty much zero televised wrestling matches. I'd never seen this guy before, but I don't career. know why I hadn't, because he's massive. He, he is. They love a big man. But, but he, if you go to his Wikipedia page, it's 15 lines long, mm. because he never did anything thing in wrestling. Yeah. Um, he was in the early 90s a sort of um, preliminary wrestler in WWE. I think he had the name Mike Fury. Um, but I mean, that's that's almost as big as he ever got. Right. And he was just there in ECW. He'd hang around. He was a big bloke. He just, <laughs> he looks really old. <laughs> like, he's, like he's been left out in a field. <laughs> and you've sort of gone, shit, did I leave Big Guido out in the it field? Looks, it looks like, who made Hoggle from Labyrinth <laughs> Massive? I, I, am, I am both a professional wrestler and a creation of the Jim Henson <laughs> Creature like, Warehouse. Looks like there's three people inside him. It's horrible. <laughs> it does. Taz does a, a little bit of commentary. And actually, I've been really enjoying Taz's commentary on this. I thought it was, he was really funny at various points. <laughs> but this bit, I thought he was not trying. He went, he sees Big Guido come out and he goes, hey, he's got some schnozola. Whenever I see him, I think, Big Guido, you got some schnozola. <laughs> <laughs> Not wow. trying. Fantastic. Um, the two guys <laughs> who are wrestling are Nunzio, uh, who's in this as little Guido, who mm. was, uh, had a short WWE run. Uh, very charismatic young guy, never really sort of managed to, to break through. Well, little Guido seems to be, his, his look, his face changes like... Like that as he gets older. I think he's still wrestling. He's still doing bits and bobs. Um, he seems like he, he had quite a long career, but yeah, it just seemed like. The, oh, but his, his face just kind of looked very young back then, mm. and then just kind of hit about forty, <laughs> and then bang. His partner here, Big Guido. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Tony Mameluke is his partner here, mm. and he was also he was one of those guys who never really sort of 
connected once WWE took over. I think it was because he was too small. Yeah. Um, but he had a, a sort of uh, Italian gangster gimmick. Mm. Um, the, uh, the He had a very good resemblance to Christopher Moltisanti <laughs> from The Sopranos. Right. And everyone who saw it was like, you look just like Christopher Moltisanti from The <laughs> Sopranos. So uh, that became his gimmick, right. essentially. Shots who- yeah, there was a um, a good... There's a, a, a note that I read where it said um, that he took on the name Tony Mameluke. Uh, it was uh, a team he managed in WCW who were called the Mamelukes. And it's a play on Philadelphia's famous restaurant called Tony Luke's. Right, okay. I mean, oh, like mamas and Italian. I, I presume so, but I mean, <laughs> these sorts of things, I sort of think if we, if Britain had the wrestling that the world watched, mm. you wouldn't have a tag team where you went, oh, and of course that's based on the uh, the Kilburn kebab <laughs> shop. No. Abracababra. Oh. You know, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. No. Um, my favourite thing about him... I would like him, to see a wrestler called W.H. Smith. <laughs> uh, that would be fantastic. The, uh, my favourite little thing about him is he had a, a run in WCW before this uh, with this Italian tag team. And his last appearance was on the sold-out pay-per-view in 2000. Mm. In an interview with Gene Okerlund, he said he had to go and take care of some business and then left. He was never to appear in WCW again. Wow. Just what kind of business did he have to <laughs> the rest of his life? It took five years. <laughs> Why you got to build a big train set? <laughs> Rod Stewart style. It's going to take years. I, uh, I did have a look and see what he'd sort of done in the last decade. He was still actually wrestling Tony Mamaluke. I think he... Okay. Um, he um, um, Luke? Tony Mamaluke. <laughs> uh, I'm part of the full-blooded Italian. <laughs> um, I, but he did retire, I think, last year. Mm. And there was a little interview that he'd given, a sort of shoot interview on YouTube, talking about his whole career. And it was put up last year when he retired. And when I clicked on it last week, I was the eighth person to view it. Oh. So I think he's one of those guys who has entirely fallen between the cracks. Tony Poor Mamaluke. Tony Mamaluke. <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So this this is very much a sort of uh, an, an ECW match from the 2000s. Mm. All these guys were there. Good work, Ray. It's 12 minutes. It feels like it's about 24. It, it's nothing wrong with it. It's good. Yeah. But it's never, ever going to be a main event. No. And it's, uh, it's funny to sort of see see how sort of obvious that becomes the longer you watch this match. It's, it's a yeah. funny thing where you can see that none of these guys, no one is there to see those guys. I, I, I didn't hear this bit, but I, when I was looking at one of the reviews, it said that people were shouting Nacho Libra because that film had come out that year. Yeah. <laughs> such a weird thing for them to be shouting. <laughs> it wait until the Ray Mysterio gets out, at least. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, if you're gonna be, idiot. If you're going to be culturally crass, <laughs> then at least wait till one of them comes out. Yeah. Um, there's a, a little bit where <laughs> Joey Styles is talking to Taz and, and Joey Styles sort of goes, oh, he's got a key lock on. Mm. And uh, <laughs> it, there's a sort of pause and Taz sort of goes, <laughs> and Joey Styles goes, must be nice to have a play-by-play announcer actually knows what these moves are called, isn't it? <laughs> and Taz is going, yeah, it really is. And I was thinking, Michael Cole, it's that funny thing of going, it, it, that's exactly the sort of thing that will stop Joey Styles ever progressing in his yeah, career. Exactly. And you know what? It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants it. He wants the person who's watching to know yeah. what's yeah. going on. There's a big thing, isn't there, about playing to the, to the audience. Yeah. It's that funny thing. Often, like certainly, I've been guilty of it in things like on radio, where mm. you, you play to that audience rather than the people who pay your wages. <laughs> and, I Complete mean, reverse on this one, though, isn't it? He's, I mean, surely he's just playing to Vince to sort of say, look, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I don't think he's playing to the crowd. I think he is playing to Vince. I think he's playing to the crowd. Well, it's, it's, it's two, actually, isn't it? Uh, I think the reality is the one person he's not playing to is Michael Cole. <laughs> no. And I believe at this point, Michael Cole is essentially the head of announcing. Right. So he's making some of those decisions. <laughs> it's a, a, a really poor decision. <laughs> um, then you would get a big show comes out at the, at the end of the match. Mm. And he's been pumping. He's, he looks all right, doesn't he? He's obviously wondering if he's at a last chance saloon, isn't yeah. he? And he's certainly got himself... I wonder <laughs> if he re-signed a contract yeah. a little bit after this or around here. Because mm. he looks great. Yeah, he he's clearly got to the end of, end of the year and he's like, oh, I've got another six months in me, so I've got to, <laughs> let's get pumpy up. The the, the the thing about this, of course, is they put a big show into the new ECW. Mm. And this is very much a bit where they do this all the time. You get this match, it goes for 15 minutes, the crowd really enjoy it, everyone's jumping around. Mm. But you have to go, yeah, but these aren't proper athletes. So yeah. we'll bring in our biggest one, yeah. and what he'll do is he'll just throw them around <laughs> like they're nothing. And do you know what they do? They all get to... No, they don't. They no, do they nothing. Don't. They take it because they are worms, <laughs> right? So they, they do all that. You've got Big Guido. The, the fans are actually like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah. And Big Show doesn't even do like a slam or a choke slam. No, he spins someone around, flings them against the ring. He does a kick. Yeah. You know, it's like, is, are we doing the least possible <laughs> to bury all these men in the in the ring? Did he go talk to a big Guido? Or did he only get, like, big Guido didn't even do anything? Because that would make look, Big Show look small. Well, I think I think they sort of face off. Do they? Right, okay, then, I must have missed it. But I, th- I think, like, Big Show almost just sort of, like, touches him on the arm <laughs> and he rolls through the middle ropes. You know, it's it's so weird. <laughs> the, the one thing you do with that is you go, well, the Big Show, he does that great big choke slam. Mm. So you'd go, Tony Mameluke is is literally about nine stone. Yeah, so it would be him. brilliant. You will, it, you will look like a monster. <laughs> and Big Show I just nah. Might, <laughs> what I might do is I might like like 
knock him. <laughs> yeah, bit. that'll do. <laughs> that'll do. It's so lazy. A child would have booked that better. <laughs> and for some reason, it was it was done like that. I think the one thing that gets over with this, and it's amazing that, that this crowd, who are really ECWE, get into the idea of Big Show. Right. They don't treat him like a WWE person. They're just like, it's the Big Show. Yeah, okay. And I think there's something about, it's just that he is so spectacular to see in real life. Mm. He's like the elephant man, right? <laughs> you, you, you think, oh yeah, I'm used to it, but then you see him in real life and you'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> You're beautiful, <laughs> in a way. I remember you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you are iconic. <laughs> um, talking of iconic, Oh, we get JBL back on his balcony. Oh, uh, come on now. This was... this. Uh, don't bring your horse and pony show into my town, <laughs> New York City. You weren't a Stetson, mate. <laughs> but it was a hell of a speech. I enjoyed this immensely. He's not drunk this year. No. I'm not sure it's better for it. <laughs> but th- this is just, again, one of those promos that you just allow someone to do yeah. what they want to oh, do. Oh, it was fantastic. Not pre-written, which no. is the big thing that people talk about the modern era destroying it. No one can get over because it's done centrally by writers. Right. And the writers are giving these lines and they're crap. And they don't have have to go out there and deliver them so it's just it's just not as good you mm. see JBL do this I've seen no women out here and you're chanting about the male organ now tell me who's the fruit booty <laughs> <laughs> um, he references last year's uh, one night stand where he mentions a certain blue piece of shit cried <laughs> That he physically assaulted a man at work. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Do you know what happened to me when I knocked his fat ass out? Do you know what happened to me? Nothing. (laughs) He says. (laughs) I just, blue meanie must sit at home and go, I should have launched a case because that would have been, I'm going to win. Yeah. I'm going to win as much money as I want. (laughs) (laughs) A certain blue piece of shit cried. Those words have never been put together. <laughs> by any other human. The fellow said Papa Smurf said it. Which is a particularly uh, top shelf <laughs> episode. But um, it was like, he starts slagging off a sci fi channel. He does. Yeah. You little Star Trek geeks. Yeah, it's quite a pro thing, that. Because he, he does sort of, he's trying to put down Taz. Yeah. And he says, Taz, you're leaving network TV to go to sci fi <laughs> on Tuesday nights. <laughs> Brilliant. Well done, JB. Uh, Everything in there. What's you, really... you pay to see me. I don't pay yeah. to see you. Wow. Yeah, and uh, they also have this this fascination of this generation of people who are older than us, who are fascinated <laughs> with the internet. <laughs> so they're always like, "You'll go up in your mama's basement in your internet." <laughs> internet, yeah. And it's it's just a really weird thing where at the time when that was going, I, I sort of remember thinking, "That seems a bit dated." It's yeah. 2006. <laughs> you know, this oh, really with, your, with your game and watch <laughs> <laughs> and your calculator wristwatches. And big show. This Get, no, not Big Show, Tug, tug but not Tug but What's his name? Fucking John Tenter. John Tenter with his Game Boy. John Tenter with your Game Boy. I do like the way... In your grave. I do like the way that you got closer and closer <laughs> to him. A Big Show, Tugboat, <laughs> Move 3, John Tenter, Earthquake. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, JBL is great in this. I, yeah. I love the fact as well that it cuts. And even though you've got this room full of people who are continually chanting, <laughs> Orton is a homo, or... Mm. Or, or she's a crack whore. Mm. <laughs> they cut to two guys in the balcony when JBL's doing it, and both of them, they're just shaking their heads very sadly, like, <laughs> that was uncalled for. <laughs> that was uncalled for. I, I like, um, Taz has got his uh, sort of wrist strappings, and it says FT double, uh, 
W. Yeah. And I thought it was like for the win, uh, but oh, yeah, for the win. Fuck the world it is. Yeah, yeah, fuck the world. He he actually, I think there was a period where he was, he had traded a lot of titles and I think yeah. there was actually a sort of, I can't, I, this is this is sketchy. Well, I this did is a little look. There, FMW and ECW. There was the FTW belt, had, yeah. which was made because of one of their big hitters couldn't wrestle. So it was Shane Douglas. Mm-hmm. He got a sinus infection, so he couldn't wrestle. So instead of like, you know, passing the title over or whatever, they made a new one, I think, for Like Taz. an interim belt. Yeah. And it was announced at a show called It Ain't Seinfeld. Yes. Which is yeah. my favourite show yeah. name. That's fantastic. They had great titles, ECW. So they had It Ain't Seinfeld. They'd have all things like November to Remember, which was sort of very bland. Yeah. But then they'd like Massacre on Queens Boulevard. Nice. They just had good sounding ones. But those ones, It, it Ain't Seinfeld is like the it. best of all time. <laughs> it's so what are you watching? It Ain't Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> although, oh, uh, although it does have some racist elements. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's leave it there because I just <sighs> think I just think we need to go in fresh mm. for the next part of the of the show. Yeah. This is one of those shows that is just it builds and builds and builds and builds. Mm. And the next matches that we talk about, with the exception of the Bulls Mahoney Masata Tanaka one, which is a bit of filler, <laughs> the next three matches are as much fun as wrestling yeah. gets. Oh, completely agree. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Peter. Goodbye. <laughs> was a Stakhanov production. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.